0: Hey, going off podcast. That is is
1: the going off podcast with <laughs> Red Critic and News. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> the Adams Family. <laughs> that is.
0: I just recently saw that music video because i I edited it for I edited a clip of it in some video. I don't even remember which at this point, but just seeing Pugsley with like the backwards hat. And no, the fucking no. shades doing, like, the arms across his chest, like, word. Like, that was just, like, what the fuck was going on back then? <laughs> it's so weird, like, that had to have been right before, like, cop killer and all that shit made, like, parents really, like, weary of, like, how, like, oh, the dangers of rap music. It's like, oh, no, it's in the fucking end credits of the Adams Family movie. How harmful can it be? Yeah. If all you know is fucking Tag Team, uh, maybe Tone Loke, ah, uh, maybe Hammer, at least some of his earlier stuff. Young MC, you wanted to dance, you got it, you know, that one. Yeah, Bust a Move. Yeah. Absolutely fucking Young MC. Maybe, uh, Rob Bass. Uh-huh. Some of that really, really early shit before, uh... Before um, Two Live Crew went ahead and fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> two Live Crew and uh, NWA. This is a big story, and we- we've talked about how this always seems to happen with the podcast. We record early, we record on Tuesday afternoons. N- news doesn't usually seem to happen until Wednesday or Thursday. So the show always seems to be a week behind. Mm. And this week, we're a little late to the party. But everyone for the past few days have been talking about Lil Boat on the fucking Complex show Uh-oh. getting his ass torn by fucking uh, Joe Bi- uh, Joe Biden. Joe Budden. <laughs> my, my Vice President Joe Biden. We talked about this and we were like, okay, whose side are we on in this one? I think it's pretty open and shut. Fucking Biden. I keep, I'm going to keep saying <laughs> that. <laughs> fucking Budden. Came off, like, the biggest fucking curmudgeon. Yeah. Stick in the mud. Party pooper. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm watching that video, like, I've never before
1: been like, dude, leave leave him alone, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, like, I reviewed it twice, and I've always been like, oh my god, I fucking don't like this guy's lyrics. Like, it just sounds like da-da-da, but it's just like, you know there is still a certain humanity to everybody and you know like if i ever saw him in real life it's not like i'd be like yo i fucking hate your songs (laughs) you know so like you know when i watch uh, an interview like i go in i go into it neutral i'm like you don't know how they are you don't know like i said we were talking about earlier you don't know how someone is in real life versus how they are in their music you know what i mean the person in their song is a different person than how they are in their music So I'm just looking at him like, all right, you know, how's this going to be handled? It's going to be interesting. And I'm thinking that I'm going to be on Joe Budden's side because it's like, yeah, he's going to be, you know, not afraid to tell him about the realities of the industry and stuff like that. Maybe there's a way he could have done that.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely how it was delivered.
1: But it's not the way that he did that that really made it work. You know, like maybe if he was like, like when he had that point about like the uh, you don't know if you're in a 360 deal or not, like that's a pretty big fucking deal. (laughs)
0: That is the only point of the interview that I thought Budden had a legit point. Like, that is something you really do need to know. And how fucking uh, Lil Yachty just kind of shrugged it off in that clip, I was like, no, dude, you fucking can't be that, you know, cavalier, nonchalant, about not knowing if the fucking label has their hand in your pocket or not.
1: (laughs) But the thing is, he's probably going to, because... Because he, he has already identified Joe Budden as someone who's just a hater. So anything he's going to be saying is just going to be saying something to try to get back to get me down. So I'm specifically not going to think about it now. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I kind of worry about. Like, yeah, just because it's someone who's sort of like, you know, a
0: hothead saying it to you. That doesn't mean you shouldn't, like, make a few calls to your lawyers. You know what I mean? Since then, he did come out and say that he wasn't. It is one of those things, though. He didn't know.
1: Yeah, and that's not a good thing. No, dude, at the very least,
0: you just got to fucking sit him aside, maybe afterwards, and just be like, dude, you need to read what the fuck you're signing. You're way too young to be fucking up your whole career like that. Dude, that's the thing that I kind of felt like with a designer. Remember when I did that
1: review? Yeah, yeah. A couple of months ago, Mm. and I was like, I'm more worried. Like, he got way too famous way too quickly. Yeah. Usually,
0: you have to make more than three fucking songs. You know what I mean? That fucking paperwork was on a conveyor belt, just whizzing by him. And he was just stamping his name on all of them.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. You don't want to deal with all this designer. Let's get to the part where you're you're with the big boot. Bitches.
0: you're too busy it's all about the money am i right get,
1: get yourself a car with some spinning rims <laughs> he was hypnotized by the spinning rims don't, don't just sign here don't even worry about it <laughs> we have your best interest at heart oh
0: absolutely i'm telling you learn from your boy mc hammer Really seriously, those who don't study history are uh, doomed to repeat it. <laughs> VH1 made a made-for-TV movie about it. You don't even need to read up on it. <laughs> Just Hammer, watch that
1: fucking documentary. He wasn't a one-hit wonder. He had multiple hits. He was big for years. There was a time where if you if you're talking about hip hop, you knew who MC Hammer was. He was the name. You know what I mean? All these commercials where they were whenever they wanted to have a uh, 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 uh uh, uh, an archetype of what hip-hop was they had the. they had
0: uh what, what's his name uh barney rubble barney rubble and the fucking shiny genie pants and the box cut <laughs> you know doing the uh-oh, uh-oh uh-oh across the screen <laughs>
1: doing the crab dance you know <laughs> yeah. like it that's no disrespect but that's the reality like when people talk about like oh man you know what the greatest albums from the 90s was no one's bringing up ham hey, please hammer don't hurt them
0: <laughs> no it doesn't come I mean? even close
1: you know, so it's just like, dude, just watch what you're doing and watch the people that are around you because people could be fucking you over. However, though, when it comes to the other stuff in that interview, Button was kind of being just like, he was kind of being an asshole. Like, oh,
0: absolutely. It,
1: it was just unnecessary. It was just like, why are you acting like that? Like, literally, as someone, like I said, as someone who's reviewed Lil Yachty and it's just like, ah, his fucking tongue's... Watching that thing, I was just going like, "Dude, God, calm down!" Like, what did he do to you? <laughs> but I, I, I think what got to him though was the little, slick thing little Yadi said, where he was like, uh, "Oh, how do you get invited to the to the gala, Met Gala, or whatever." And he, he looks at Joe Budden, like, sort of slick. He's just like, well, you know, you got to be somebody, you know. Oh, yeah. And
0: I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> well, seriously, though, is fucking Joe Budden, Mr. I-got-two-rocks-in-my-hands-chasing-a-fucking-sedan-down-the-street really going to be <laughs> invited to the Met Gala in 2017? <laughs> Fuck no. doesn't matter how many diss tracks he records to Drake. He ain't relevant. Yeah.
1: I mean, that, that's just the simple reality of it, you know what I mean? Did you see the Wale one? No, I did not. Okay, you you should check that one out, because that's probably the one that people are going to be talking about now. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Going back to MC Hammer, it's just like, you know, he was a mediocre rapper. That's just the reality of the situation. Like I said, no one's going to be like, you know who's my favorite rapper? MC Hammer. (laughs) Like, no one has a top five list with MC Hammer in it. That's just not the reality.
0: MC Hammer is not on anybody's hip-hop Mount Rushmore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, he knew how to make those hooks, though. Mm-hmm. You know, too legit, too legit to quit. Hey, yeah, yeah. She was catchy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, even the pumps of the bump. That was actually ca- like, if you, j- if you don't look at the video, just don't look at it. Don't look at it. Because- look at it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Other things I wanted to touch on that I don't necessarily have all that much on. Um, how Budden suddenly decided to take issue with, but then didn't talk anything else about the album cover.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, like he's like he's like, oh, so you got the album cover with uh, two gay people kissing, huh? That was that was your idea. That wasn't implanted by the industry. It's just like, I mean, what does it matter?
0: Like, and and really in the rap industry, who would be saying, well, you know what, your album cover needs a (laughs) same-sex couple kissing because that's what sells in hip hop. (laughs) It's proven. No, no, I'll put it to you like this. It's like, well, if he would have had a couple of big booty bitches on the album cover, would he have said, oh, I bet the label made you do that? No. Is Button ticked off by that in particular? Because he just mentioned that in passing, and they didn't really go back to it, which I thought was weird. They just kind of touched on it and left. And, like, he didn't he didn't take issue with the albino on the cover or I think it was someone with vitiligo. Yeah, and there was, like, a, a big a big woman on the cover as well. Right, and they're all just like, in movie theater seats. Yeah. And and when when it's posed to Lil Yachty, it just basically says like, yeah, I mean that's like all walks of life on a cover, like just like living together. Because like that doesn't like that would be the least of my concerns. <laughs> yeah, really. Like you started with that. You fucking led with the cover.
1: You no, know, it's like because here's Lil Yachty, you know, and he he looks weird, and and if he's saying that he's an outcast in the hip hop industry, right? Like, then you get groups of people who look like outcasts on the album cover. That makes sense to me. Like, I'm not thinking a second thought to that. I'm not going like, oh, but you know who really put you up to this? Who really put you up to this, Lil Yachty? No, it just kind of seems like, okay, eh, yeah, I can get that. No, I'm more concerned about, where is your money going to, Lil Yachty? Are you really getting the best you can out of this deal, Lil Yachty? Are the people on this label, is the person who's above you, are they making sure that you're putting forth the best music that you can? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'd be more concerned with, not whether or not someone's kissing on the fucking album cover.
0: When Yachty says, I'm an outcast in, in the hip-hop, and Budden's like, you think you're an outcast, he's kind of the norm now. Yeah, that is true as well. Fucking Lil Uzi Vert would be considered an outcast. Fucking uh Young Thug, absolutely. And these are like the big fuck names. They don't all look like Kendrick. I see if he's going for that. Like, I can get that. But, yeah, he's not...
1: It's not like anyone's been trying to hold him back. It's not like anyone's been like, "Ah, uh, your red hair? Mm, I don't think that's gonna work. Like... <laughs> yeah. Unless... Because he's never even mentioned that in his music. Like, oh, they said they weren't gonna like me because of my red hair, but I did it anyway. It seems like he's actually doing fine. You know what I mean? It seems like he's receiving no opposition. So what is he really talking about?
0: I was unsure as to why... Button seemed like he thought that competition and rivalry was, like, absolutely mandatory in mm. in hip-hop. Like, I get, like, we've talked before about how, like, it's, it's a big thing of, like, saying you're the best. And, you know, acting like, you know, you're better than everyone else. Mm. We've seen what that does. Like, we right, see right, how right. violent, like, we were just talking earlier about fucking <laughs> MC Hammer and fucking Search. Like, that shit gets dangerous. What's wrong... With a rapper being like, no, why Why would I need that? What's wrong yeah. with all of us just like working together? Why do we need to fucking bring in throwing shade and dissing people on tracks? Like, what's the point if, you know, we're just having fun? And that was his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just having fun, which I still don't understand what the fuck is wrong with having fun. I think Joe Budden worries,
1: or, well, not worries, but what what he's mostly concerned with is the idea of someone being fake, right? I think Joe Budden doesn't like the idea that this whole album cover, uh, this is just me assuming, like, oh, this album cover that you're saying you came up with? No, that was someone who thinks that uh, uh, the outcast or whatever look needs to be someone who has, like, gay people kissing on the cover because that's revolutionary. And and a fat chick on the cover because that's revolutionary. You know what I mean? Not like Lil Yachty was like, you know what, I want to really express my sound. I want to do this. No, it, he's saying it stinks of a PR department saying, well, um, gay people are in now, so what we're going to do is put gay people on the cover. You know what I mean? I, I, I like, get that, yeah. Part of it, I think, is that. And and then another part of it was uh, the part where he said, um, you know, I'm happy all the time. That
0: was a big right. thing
1: that Joe Budden took issue with. He
0: brought that up throughout the whole fucking interview. Yeah, and he said, like, you're not happy all the time. But you happy, though. But you happy all the time, though. Like, yeah. I'll tell you my favorite part of that interview, only because I was fucking cheering for Yachty, when he just goes, My nigga, chill. <laughs> that fucking got me just looking straight at Budden. Chill. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I told him, I was like, for real. Leave him alone. <laughs> That was pulling a fucking Chris Crocker. Leave Yachty alone.
1: (laughs) He felt that that was a PR-trained answer, right? Because it's like, oh, yeah, say that you're having a great time because your, your brand is that you're carefree, right? Your brand is that you're, um you're cool-headed and you don't really care. But it's like, you could just as easily flip that on Joe Budden. Hey, you know, you've done a couple of diss songs to Drake, so what if your PR guy was like, hey, you need to be angry? Like, maybe if it seemed too fake, as in, like, if he was just, like, standing there just like, hey, guys, uh, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do, so I'm gonna say that I'm happy. But it's like, no, it kind of seemed like that was, you know, the way he felt. But okay, fine, if you're gonna say...
0: I felt that he was being fake. He was just fucking nervously drinking for like half of the interview. You know, you don't have to be all smiles to be happy, you're just content. Yeah,
1: that, that's the thing, it's like, that, it doesn't mean you're fucking, you know, uh, 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 I don't know, what's a fucking thing you do when you're happy.
0: He wasn't on that stage doing
1: fucking backflips. Yeah, he's not whistling, you know, singing a happy tune. Yeah, it's like, there are different stages of being happy, it's just in general, I don't feel like I need to, like, hey, I mean, yeah, they were saying, like, uh, he actually was raised in a place that wasn't actually that bad, but still, at the same time, this mm. shit you have to deal with when you grow up. When you're a teenager, just hormones in general, <laughs> you know, is yeah. a bitch, and then to be like, wow, I'm really rich now. I just don't have to worry about problems anymore.
0: It's a high school fitting in fashion. Are your parents abusing you for a YouTube channel? There's a lot to worry about.
1: (laughs) You know, so for him to reach that point like, hey, I have lots of money. I I don't have to care what anyone thinks of me
0: anymore. I wonder if Budden would have taken as much of an objection if he was just like, nah, man, I'm feeling blessed. Because he said that at one point. He says, man, I'm blessed. Like, that seems to be the go-to thing to say. If he didn't say happy, blessed, would, would Budden have still been like, oh, but but you're blessed, though. But you're feeling blessed,
1: though. Well, th- yeah, that's a little different, though, because because blessed has uh, 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 the connotation of being, like, um, you know, humbled. You know, like uh, okay, something was given to me, and so because of that, I feel like I have been blessed by someone. You know what Ah. I mean? Instead of happy, which just has no, it it just seems like, oh, you're just happy. Like, everything's fine with you. Bullshit. Like, something's wrong in your life. But it's like, the thing is, you don't know his life. Maybe he's doing fine right now. Maybe there's something he's just not thinking about. You know, it could be that there's something really terrible in his life that he doesn't want to think about. And so he puts forth the idea that he's happy so that he actually does feel that way. If he would have come in there and said, you know, you you know what, I'm pissed off. Yeah, he would have believed that, like, immediately. You know what I mean, but that could just as easily be a PR thing that someone said, "Hey, you're the mad rapper. You got to be pissed off." You know what I'm the saying? Mad rapper. It <laughs> <You laughs> sounds
0: like a bad DC
1: like villain in the '90s. <laughs> no, they actually in the '90s there was a guy called the Mad Rapper. Oh Jesus, okay. Yeah, and he had an album called "Tell Him Why You Mad." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: 13 tracks i can't even begin to tell you why i'm mad <laughs> Arr, i'm so mad
1: <laughs> you know lil yachty is the big guy who's like i'm the happy guy and like whatever but like would he go to drum with that because drama is not as big like if drum was on his yeah. show would he be going at his neck like that i highly no. doubt he would but he has the exact same sort of feel that is like his music is just kind of happy you know yeah but i doubt he'd go at him because he's not like the representation of whack rappers right now,
0: you know? Would he go after Chance like that?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, no, he probably like, wasn't nah. because, oh, well, I assume because he's independent, like, nah, nah, he, he must be legit. But he can still have PR handlers too, you know?
0: Yeah, I thought it was so funny that fucking button threw shade at like every label, like when he was like, fucking TDE, I'm going after them. Like, what? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, why? <laughs> It's like every label is evil because I I don't know Joe Budden's story exactly. Yeah. Like what happened with him, I don't know if he was like taken advantage of by a label or something. But very possibly. Like I wish they would have gone into that more. <laughs> we
1: might be slowly watching someone like burn all of his bridges. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is weird to have an artist in a show in which you're supposed to get angry at other like people. Like isn't that weird? like that's never happened before like there's not a show in the 90s where prince interviews artists you know like in sync in the backstreet boys and gets mad at them like that's never been a thing before cuz usually what artists are doing they're like hey i'm not going to you know have a show where i just talk shit about people all day because i might need to work with them someday <laughs> you know what i'm saying i might know someone who knows someone and that might make them more reluctant to
0: work with me because of that it's not like budden has a lot on his plate though
1: no, but at the same time, this is
0: all he's got. This fucking complex show.
1: No, but at the same time, wasn't he with Slaughterhouse? What? Oh yeah, you're right. He was. Yeah, is he still with them? I forgot about that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, 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 because I'm, uh, I, I'm still looking forward to them making a few more albums. You know, because like they gotta make that fifth album just so they can call it Slaughterhouse
0: Five. <laughs> Is this the point of the show, by the way? Is to just antagonize people? Like, what's the point?
1: I don't know. And it's like DJ Academics, who's usually about, like, gossip and stuff like that. And Joe Budden, who's. Oh, is that his thing? He's angry very easily. So it just seems like a really, like, <laughs> bad group of people to get together.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is a show? Like, a show show?
0: Wale's acting like it's impossible that anyone has a negative opinion on him. Yeah,
1: I, I kind of don't like the way he's acting. Like, it. it because, like, especially for how, like, emotional he seems a lot of times, like, on Twitter and mm. stuff, like, it seems like this was his opportunity to be like, nah, see, I'm really the cool guy.
0: But instead it's like, what are you reading that? What are you seeing that? Twitter, YouTube, Instagram? Nah, man, you're going to find hate anywhere, man, because there's people out there who think Donald Trump's doing a good job, so you're going to find your opinion anywhere. It's like, yeah, okay, that doesn't negate the fact, though. That some people have a legitimate opinion that you're fucking corny. Yeah,
1: and it's like, what do you say to that? You know what I mean? And, and I would respect it more if he approached it like realistically. Like, well, you know, I feel like my music is trying to do this, and some people don't rock with that. you know, that's okay. But what I don't like about this interview is that he's trying to be like, nah, I'm. They're all those people are just like two people that have just like made a whole bunch of accounts and they're just hating on me, and I'm I'm like the cool guy at uh at, at high school and see like but I still do poetry so I'm like I have a sensitive side so I'm cool that way too but I'm also, like, on Junior Varsity, so I'm cool that way, too. And you guys are the uncool guy. Like, that that's literally what he says. He literally makes that analogy. He says, like, if this was, like, high school, I'd be, like, the cool guy that gets all the chicks. And there's absolutely oh, nothing wrong with my Wale. life. And you... He's like, first oh. of all, just, like, just to make, it like, an analogy to high school. It's like, dude, you're 35. Like,
0: come on. Oh, God damn it! Sit down, Wale!
1: Like, of all people... You know, at, at that age, you should be like, yeah, fuck high school. I'm not even trying to, like, deal on that level right now, like, on, on an intellectual level. You know what I mean?
0: Be like, yeah, man, I'm just doing me. If, that, if that's not, you know, other people's jam, you know, that's not my problem. Yeah, because You know, you know everyone I, has their own taste. And I will say this. I will say this,
1: because, like, uh, DJ Academics tried to make a point. Like, he tried to say, I'm saying what other people are saying. And, like, like I didn't come up with, I didn't start saying, hey, he's corny, and then other people start saying, he's saying, I heard that, and that's what I'm saying. And there's actually a point where he says, I actually do like some of your music. (laughs) You know, he tries to be like, no, 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 I enjoy your stuff, I'm just saying, when it comes to social media, this is what it seems like your public perception is, what do you have to say to that? And the only thing he says is like, oh, that must be like some egg on Twitter, right? Like, just a random Um. thing, nah, No, there's there's totally no possibility. And later on in the interview, he's like, you know, well, let me tell you what I see. When I go to concerts, I see people who love me.
0: Yeah, you're not going to go to a concert and people paid tickets to be there and (laughs) not be a fan. Yeah, It's like that Simpsons joke. Why why did they buy tickets just to boo us? Like, that that doesn't fucking happen. But with Wale, with me personally, his reputation uh, preceded him because... Way before I heard anything from Wale, the only thing I knew was that on the internet, the big joke was, Wale sucks. Wale sucks, he's lame, he's corny. I've been hearing that for years, and I've been honestly waiting for something to be like, to prove them wrong, but everything I'm hearing, it's like, I mean, this is okay. I definitely wouldn't, you know, listen to this on my own. Like, if this wasn't on the radio, I wouldn't go out of my way. You know what my problem is? It's, um... Like, Wally, Like Wally's okay. Like, he's good. Uh, there's
1: a lot of times where he, like, it, like rhymes things that totally don't rhyme. Like, not even slightly. That's been my mm-hmm. biggest problem with him. Where he'll just, like, uh, yeah, me and my compadres, we going down and we're chilling at Barneys. But a lot of the people say that he's, like, he's really, uh, he's really sensitive. And maybe it started from one or two things, and it's sort of like, uh, um, it, it kind of, you know, uh, snowballed into something bigger. But the point is, is like, hey, that's a public perception. You know, whatever. You could just prove yourself to be the opposite of that by like, you know, going out here and being like, all right, hey, you know, I actually do feel some type of way about this, but da-da-da. But that honesty could have at least made us go like, okay, but at least he's real. But with him trying to throw up the wall and be like, no, nah, I'm actually the cool guy. You guys are the losers. It's just like, that just actually makes it seem like you're like, even more sensitive, but you're really trying to not show it. You know, like, like like the only thing worse than the crime is the (laughs) cover-up, you know, in public perception. And for him to try to do the cover-up of, nah, see my shades? I'm actually really cool. It's just like, eh, sure you are. And now, what's funny to me is that actually when it comes, like, um, a couple years ago, there was this expose that someone did, right, where they were like, um, Mm. I'm going through people's Twitters and finding all the bullshit that they had said to, like, artists that they had worked with, like, since they said ah. that, you know? And there was actually a couple of people that uh, this guy called out. He was like, he called out, uh, I love making and he was just like, oh, uh, you're working with Drake, but didn't a few years ago you said this? And he, he like, literally, like, quotes, he shows the tweet that he said, you know what I mean? Oh, shit. And yeah, like, this is a big fucking deal. It's just like, oh, uh, Iggy Azalea, you work with T.I., but didn't you say this about him a couple of years ago? You know what I mean? And mm. and the person made a point. He said, the one person that I couldn't find talking shit about anybody was Wale. Wow. Uh. <laughs> was like, isn't that kind of crazy? Like, the one guy who was just like, I don't really bother anybody. It was Wale. And I think what happened was over time, people just saw him as the guy who wasn't going to punch back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they... Picked on him because of that, and I think that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I, I would actually be in his corner on on one side to say, like, yeah, it is kind of unfair. This guy, while it seems like he's a pretty chill dude, and it seems like people are taking advantage of that. You know, it's like, oh, he's not really gonna do anything. He's just gonna talk shit or whatever. No, there's actually a point where he gets a call from Pusha T, and I, that kind of felt like it was planned. Like, it's like, alright, dude, 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 call me like 15 minutes into the conversation so I can look cooler than these guys. You know what I mean? Like oh hey oh uh, yo push a t oh what's going on man oh yeah it's so funny that you called these guys who are not cooler than me uh, are, are are talking to me right now yeah uh, yeah whatever you're talking about all right I'll hit you back later <laughs> hello cool guy speaking <laughs> yeah like I don't know about you but maybe maybe they're like slightly older or whatever but like you don't just call somebody. Like, that's the thing that didn't didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like he, Nobody calls anymore. Uh, unless there was, like, an
0: emergency. <laughs> you know? and he just plays it off like, yeah, man, I'm an everyday struggle. Yeah, yeah, man, that's cool. Like, I really need you to pick me up here. I'm in a really bad part of town. I don't know where I'm at. My fucking phone's dead. Yeah, right, man. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Also, I hated Joe for you. Bye. <laughs> You know, calls so- it
1: like maybe if he was like sitting on his phone, like, "Oh yeah, chill, man. I'm, I'm texting Pusha T right now." I would have believed that more than Pusha T just decided to randomly call you.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm getting a call from the President of the United States. Yes, Mister President, I'll be right there. No.
1: Oh, wait a minute, that's not cool anymore. Uh, I mean,
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm fraternizing with Trump. Oh damn. It. <laughs> I mean, the former President of the United States. <laughs> Man, he's so cool, he's wearing a shirt of a guy wearing shades. Even fucking Kurt on his shirt is wearing big dark shades. This week on the Going Off Podcast, we're doing another Patreon uh, request. Uh, this time it's on your end. Uh, yes. Who is who is the lucky person? I, I, I posted on Twitter, cheers to whoever pledged money to make you listen to Tight by Mindless Self-Indulgence. Their first album. The name of
1: the, uh, the, the, the donator, the Patreon, who so generously uh, donated for us to review this album, his name is <laughs> Fair.
0: Oh, it's Fair. I've been waiting for f- Fair. So, oh, thank he you did not disappoint. Fair. Oh, he came through. <laughs> Oh man, it, it it like buzzes and tickles my lip to say that. <laughs> yeah. ah. It does. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. It's like four, eight, four Fs, <laughs> all
1: capitalized. <laughs>
0: all caps?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a douche! I think I asked him. I was like, "Are you sure you want me to say that?" He's like, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> like I'll try. This uh, this dates back quite a ways. Um. They've had quite a uh, run since then. This is their debut uh, since it was re- uh, re-released. re Oh, wait, no, no. People going to come
1: down on you. People are going to come down on you. You're going to be like, oh, but see, they, he did an album with, like, his cousin or his brother or some shit, like, a couple of years before in 1995. Uh, okay. Brr, brr, brr. 85? See, you're wrong. I'm right. I, I, I.
0: <laughs> I'm smart. You're not. Give me the podcast. Did you say 85 or 95? No, 95. <laughs> <laughs> he had an album in 85? <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, uh, tight. So, I'm gonna start with you, because you had so much fun. <laughs> I, when you told me that we were doing fucking mindless self indulgence, I got giddy. Because, um, I, I used to listen to him not too, too much, but. Um, I mean, I have both the first and second CD from way back when. Oh, do you now? I do, I do. Um, I will always say, and I know this doesn't really mean too much to you, but their follow-up of uh, Frankenstein Girls will seem strangely sexy is a much better album than Tight. Um, but if you're not a fan at all of what Tight is, then you probably won't enjoy the follow-up much, cause it's basically. What type gives you, but just done better. Like the production's better. the The song topics vary more, but the style is still kind of the same. Okay. So yeah. if you don't like that, then you're not gonna like it
1: at all. Yeah, their first album was mindless self self titled in
0: 1995. 95. Okay. So this is technically the second. But this is like the
1: first, like with the full band. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, and oh let it rip what the fuck guys like (laughs) why do you guys recommend this shit to me what the fuck is going on i listened to this album i you know i don't know what i'm gonna expect but i'm just like okay so i saw the, the the bring the pain method man cover yeah and i i don't know what i thought of it i I guess I thought it was cool. Like, it's like, that's interesting to hear somebody do a electro shock rap rock version of, I get, like, I guess this was, like, before that was really, like, a big thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, like, before the whole, like, well, I get. Well, um... it was,
1: like, right
0: at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: this is right when, like, rock rap was, like, still coming up. It wouldn't really hit its peak to, like, the year 2000.
0: Right, yeah. And this was, like, a different, like, th- this isn't on the same road of, like, Limp biscuit or something yeah. like that. Th- this is way more weird. This is way weirder and way more, like, experimental than that would be. It is a lot more, like, electro, kind of like, uh, I don't even know how you'd really describe uh, the musical style or the genre that just, MCI just is. It's
1: like, as they go along with the song, they're just like... Right, I want to make it sound like this now. Let's just do that. <laughs> I want to just make it sound like this. We're going to randomly add like light you know, piano keys randomly in the middle of the song. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting because it was like it was characterizing his lyrics differently at some points. Like, there were some points where it sounded lame because it was just like, I'm just doing a rock cover of the original lyrics. But there were other times where they actually like switched up the sound where it was just like, Oh, that's interesting that he would do that, you know? But there are other times where it just sounded lame because it was like, you know, it's that's sort of like, I know you don't actually talk like that, so it just sounds weird. and and then, like where he goes like, um, you know, the original line uh, is like quick on the draw with my hands on the floor, nine three eleven with the rugged rhymes galore. And he says, quick on the draw with my hands on the floor, loving all the goddamn monkey rhymes galore, like what the
0: fuck. Huh? The thing is, and this is hard to imagine also, but Mindless Self-Indulgence actually had like a side project that took itself even less seriously than this does. Uh, I think that's
1: the thing. You know, this album really feels like a side project. Th- that's the thing I'll say. Oh, uh, okay. It doesn't feel like, oh man, we're really gonna make our name <laughs> with this music. It really feels like, I like listening to rap music, but what if I just like randomly incorporated the lyrics of like rap songs... With uh, I don't know, whatever the fuck I'm doing, <laughs> this weird nine inch nails on acid sort of like I don't even know what the fuck to call this.
0: See, right? I, I don't really know the name for it either.
1: Um. So yeah, and all these songs are like maybe two minutes long. Like, bring the They're pain is like the longest short, one. Yeah. And you have like the first, the first one where he's just like, I have a little penis, and my little penis is going to come down to talk to you, and like. What? Why is, why is he saying oh, that? Oh, yeah. It's a very penis at my to say, it's a little penis come to visit you today. I thought that was like from like a comedy special maybe I had seen before. It was like, no, it's just like some random recording of like someone said he had a little penis and he was just like, okay, I have a little penis now. I was like, what? I don't get
0: What's the joke? There, there's a lot of just fucking around on yeah. this. And it, it definitely sounds like they had fun. And I will say this I thought it was a fun. Album, not oh. necessarily a good one. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, you can still have fun and it not be that good. <laughs> yeah, like Lil Yachty.
1: I'm pretty sure his music it sounds like he's having a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> that doesn't right? mean yeah. I
1: am. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was like, yeah, I can appreciate you having fun, but why do I need to care about listening to this? You know, so... Like bring the pain was the most interesting one I would say, just because it was like, oh wow, it's like a rap rock cover. This must have sounded really new like back then. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but all the other songs are like, they're like vaguely related to like rap songs. Like with every song, I keep feeling like I'm like, I feel like I've heard this lyric before, <laughs> you know? And like I feel like I've heard it in a rap song somewhere. It was like an MC Light song or something like that. Um, you have like tight, which. I'm pretty sure it's about, like, fucking black guys. Like, because he says like, I could be the one turned on. All you niggas in the back come and jack me off. Oh, and yeah. He, and he's like, I'm so tight. And literally there's, like, a breakdown where he's just going, like, uh, uh, uh. Like, it just literally sounds like he's getting <laughs> fucking uh rear-ended. You know, and so it's just like, okay, all right, that's, you do you, bruh. Like, there's no verses for a lot of these. A lot of these is just, like, he just comes up with these three different choruses and just kind of repeats them. hmm And it's just kinda of like, what okay, um, alright. Oh, the worst one though was like the pussy all night, where he he's not yeah. sure if he wants to do a Jamaican or like an Irish accent. But yeah, that that one wasn't particularly egregious. He says he says nigga a lot on this fucking album. And it was just kind of like, like the first couple of times I was like, okay, well, he's doing a cover of the Method Man song, fine. And then like, when you're listening to the album and he keeps saying it, it's just like, all right, I know this dude's white. <laughs> like, why, why does he keep saying
0: that? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering how you'd feel about that too. Mainly because it's like, and, and we've talked about this before. The whole like, is it okay mm. for, for white people to, to say that or whatever. It's like normally it'd be like, nah, but like, <laughs> you, like you, you, like you'd almost put a caveat as as to like, you know, like okay, so what's the context here? How is it being yeah, used yeah. or whatever? And this one, it's like, I don't want to speak for you, but I, not, I would assume it's like, it's not serious enough to be like, you can tell he's just being like, I don't fucking care.
1: Like he's not being racist necessarily, right? But. At the same time, it'd be like, if I was his friend, I would be like, J- just don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just don't, don't set yourself up, <laughs> you know, to be shit on. You know what I
0: mean? I'm, I'm guessing it might've come down to, it was a different time. Part of that is like the shock value. It's the sort of Eminem right. sort of like, oh, I'm saying this thing to a venue. Oddly enough,
1: Eminem has never said the N-word in any of his response. That's true. <laughs> like, fucking Eminem knew
0: the line. <laughs> I don't know? think Macklemore then, has yet. And then uh, who? Macklemore. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's never
1: said it. Um, but oh, and then the Dick Face song where he's like, all of the blacks getting down, all of the blacks they're all getting down tonight. It's just like it doesn't strike me as racist. It just strikes me as odd. Like it's just like, yeah. why are you why are you saying that? Like I'm not offended. I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, like. And then the the Apple Country,
0: which just sounds I'm like a curious a as to why that's on there.
1: Yeah, it sounds like like a, a weird kids show theme, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's go down to Apple Country. And I was like, oh, is this like from some '90s show that I didn't know about,
0: like some weird like Adult Swim Pee Wee Herman type shit? It it sounds very Adult Swim, yeah, almost like uh like Wonder Showsen
1: yeah 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 remember that
0: one no, it's no, kind of no. like that it's, it's weird it's very out of place I'm not sure why it's on the album I think it's instrumental for the most part isn't it
1: no no he sings like we're going down to, to, to apple country like he's just repeat. like a lot of the song is just like repeating random shit yeah yeah uh, and then he had the what was the one song I think it was Bite Your Rhymes where he's he starts talking like a like a gay dude like a gay black guy he's just like a sassy gay black guy who's like, mm-hmm, "I'm gonna tell you about the da da da." I was like, "Okay, well, this is a different energy. <laughs> like, it didn't sound like him. It just sounded like they got some other guy to just
0: randomly start talking on the album." I, I don't want to pull the curtain back too far, but I do want to quote this because it made me laugh. <laughs> you you texted me simply, "Man, I'm really not enjoying this album, or I really don't <laughs> like this album." So. <laughs> I didn't think you would, but for the most part, were you just kind of confused or did you ever have, like, little B moments where it was like, fuck this, I'm done with this, I don't want to listen to this anymore?
1: Uh, I don't think I had, I don't think I had got to the Lil B moment because it's interesting enough that I wanted to keep hearing what was going to happen next. Because Lil B is just boring. Like, I, and I think that's the most damning most insulting thing I could say about an artist. It's just fucking boring. You know? This album, I wanted to know what the fuck was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doesn't necessarily mean the shit was good, but... Right, yeah. It was at least like, okay, uh, what the fuck else is he gonna do? Like, where else is he gonna go with this? He would randomly sample rap songs, and then it would turn into like a rock song, and then he'd, he'd,
0: he'd go falsetto randomly throughout the song... Yeah, he he does the falsetto bit a good bit. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that that's Jimmy Urine you're talking about, by the way.
1: Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Urine. And then I found out his name is
0: actually like Jimmy like
1: Uringle or something like. <laughs> like I, ah. I was thinking like, what a stupid name, Jimmy Urine. And his name is basically Jimmy Urine. Like wait wait what, what's his name? Oh, wait, wait, Jimmy Uringer. <laughs> it's sort of punk rock in a way where it's just like I don't yeah. give a fuck. It's just whatever. But at the same time, it's like oh man, I enjoy this shit so. Like, I don't know, um, I did like the live version of Tornado. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was just like, I, I could feel
0: their energy sort of as a, a as a live group, you know what I'm saying? It almost made you want to see what it was like. Like, what it, the fuck is this stage show look like? Yeah, exactly. I,
1: I actually was kind of like, I wish I could... I, I, I think I would enjoy a live version of this album better. Yeah. You know, just to hear... The the energy of the group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. What the hell's the name of this group again? Oh, yeah, mine. <laughs> I feel like the guy in the fucking skit. <laughs> selfless, helpless.
0: mindless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that that was a little funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a guy trying to book the band at a venue, and both times he doesn't know the name of the band. It's <laughs> uh, a pretty funny bit.
1: Yeah, um... And then, um, yeah, it, but there's not, there's not enough clever lyrics for it to work. Like, okay, so this kind of album works in a bit of a parliament way where it's just supposed to be free form. It's just crazy out there. But there's nothing that's clever enough to me that really brings me back enough.
0: Okay, yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah, um, like usually I write down, you know, stuff... <laughs> when I when I have an idea of what of w- w- what I want to say about a song, but a lot of these songs, it was just it, it, the thing I was writing down was just like this is weird. He keeps saying nigga, that's kind of weird.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: everything is just kind of weird. Yeah, um, and then you get possibly my favorite track on the album, JX forty seven. Ah, yes. <laughs> it was just like. Him, I don't know if he had something in his mouth, but he's just, I'm just going to sing like this now, and he's just improv and just saying random shit. <laughs> that was honestly where I thought it worked the most, because he yeah. just kept going. He was just doing whatever, and then he would, like, return to things for no reason. Like, he'd be like, and the mailman came. <laughs> when that happened, like, twice, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, but that one was funny. And then uh, we, we don't usually review, like, deluxe albums or anything like that. But there was, um there were, like, other songs after this one, the, the, the tighter album or whatever. That was, like, ten extra songs. We didn't check it out. But uh, because they're so fucking short, uh, it kind of, my Spotify kind of slipped into that next song. And th- I don't remember what it was called, called, like squack or some weird shit snooze yeah where was just like him going and like putting on the headphones and it was like a song it was like a whole song but it was like fast forwarded to like two seconds it was like blah, 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 blah. and it was just that was it that was i don't think i listened funny. to that one i forgot about that one <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny um but yeah it was honestly it was like man huh? Well, i wish we could listen to the rest of this album but you know We kind of make it a thing to not listen to like deluxe editions or whatever, but uh, yeah,
0: maybe it would have gotten
1: funnier. But with with this the way it is, I don't like it. It's not it's not
0: developed enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. In hindsight, I can tell you that the follow up is more developed and like you could tell we could see where they were going. But we're not reviewing the follow up. We're reviewing Tight, and and Tight isn't there yet. It's uh, I don't even really know how to rate it. It's like ah uh, because 3 is usually reserved for like average and this isn't exactly average <laughs> so uh, i i give it a 2 just a so- just a solid
1: 2 yeah cuz it's like it-, it has interesting ideas and if you're into like electro pop rap rock thing like it's an interesting to see like oh hey here's like the the beginning of that, in a way, you know, like, as far as the 90s is concerned. But I don't think it's, like, good enough on its own as a piece of music to listen to, you know? Like I said, the songs barely exist. Yeah. They more, they're more like, like, fucking apologize as they go by, like, oh, this is bad,
0: but it's only a minute. <laughs> don't worry, just hold up for a few more seconds, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, when I first listened to this, it was, like, ten years ago. And I'll admit, uh, it doesn't hold up. From when I listened to it the first time I would probably say like a two and a half Mm. Um Only because three sounds a bit mm. I know I've given things a three Before and I just kind of be like Is this really in the same level as that though And no Not exactly Um I still think it'd be funny if more people would listen to it That's why I was like so excited For you to hear it Because I was really curious As to what you would think of it And I think more people should have that experience of just listening to this and I just want them to have listened to it at some point. Just just let it happen to you. (laughs) Let that happen to you at least once. Say that you listened to um, Tight by Mindless Self-Indulgence and just mark that off. Just cross that one off off (laughs) your to-do list. Off your bucket list. That's a part of your life now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's no going back. <laughs> that happened. Well, folks, uh, if you have an album that you want requested on the Going Off podcast, it couldn't be simpler. All you need to do is pledge one time $40 to either patreon.com slash rap critic or patreon.com slash muse. You just uh, pledge the money once it goes through. Uh, we added to the queue, the list of ones to get to. Uh, just send us an email on Patreon, a little message saying what you want reviewed, and we'll make note of it, and we'll eventually get to it. That's basically how the system goes for right now, because we're still playing a lot of catch up. Um, I'm still getting a lot of emails about like, oh, when's this? And I'm like, uh, in a while. <laughs> like, we're just so popular. And you know, man. Like, if if podcasts were, if it was like high school. Yeah. We'd, we'd be, like, on the varsity team, and we'd be getting exactly. all the girls and driving all the cars because yeah. we're just the cool podcast.
1: Yeah, and you guys are, like, the nerds who, like, do um, chess club. But, like, I do chess club, too, because I'm really smart, you know. So I'm, but like, better at chess club. But, like, I also get a lot of girls. So it doesn't really, like, I'm cooler than you, you
0: know. Because we're doing the poetry.
1: Yeah, because we do poetry but we're still too cool for like drama class. But we oh. we know we would be like the best actors in it, though. You
0: know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, I mean if we if we lowered ourselves to that, we'd absolutely school all you clowns. But we're but we're 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 too cool for it. We're we're too busy being invited to the Met Gala because <laughs> you know we're somebody's. You you should have seen us dressed for the Met Gala. We were all decked out. Oh yeah. If you, we didn't take any pictures though. We couldn't. Yeah, I
1: mean, because I mean, only people who aren't cool take pictures. Because they feel like they need a a marker of their their relevance. And I feel like our relevance is beyond, like, being cool. You know what I mean? But we're still
0: cool. But, like, you know, we don't need to even prove that we're cool. I took a picture with Oprah, but I never posted it. Uh, I think that just about does it for the Going Off Podcast. Uh, If this is your first time listening, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. That is the super easiest way to do it. Just search Going Off Podcast on iTunes, hit the subscribe button, and you get all the new episodes as soon as they drop. And in most cases... Uh, the SoundCloud links and the YouTube um, iTube links. Jesus Christ. In most cases... iTunes! <laughs> oh, fuck that up. Plug on the MyPod. Let's get on to iSpace. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say is um, it goes live on SoundCloud and iTunes a few days uh, before it uh, officially goes live on YouTube on uh, Saturday mornings. So normally you can listen to it a little bit beforehand. But if you don't want to, you know, every Saturday morning at nine, uh, it goes live on YouTube, so you can check that out. But for the going off podcast, I uh, think we had a lot of fun this week. I'm Muse, and I'm Rap Critic, and nigga,
1: chill, just, just chill, bro, just chill.